0: Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of Trash Talk and what is probably our most somber moment as a podcast. We've had, you know, various incidents that have happened along the way of running this thing for a little under 2 years now, but the passing of both Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna Bryant is the most heart-wrenching heart-wrecking, whatever you want to call it, thing to happen in the sports world for ever. as long as I can remember ever. There has never been a more influential person that has died near enough to the
1: peak of their career and life than Kobe Bryant did. He's 40, he was 41 years old which is the crazy thing and you you think about all the 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 last time I saw the world react to like a, a high profile name on a similar level but not even close still would probably be Steve Irwin.
0: That was it. It was someone that and encapsulated, that shocked the world because they encapsulated the sp- Steve Owen encapsulated the spirit of what it was to be Australian, right? That sort of thing, and that's what the world gravitated to him with. Kobe encapsulated what it was to, to just work hard and be a fierce competitor in everything you do. So everyone has that little piece of them that was like, you know, I I, I wish I had that, and that's where I look at. You know, there's so many people, or well, we could sit here and talk about how. Kobe affected us, affected me. I'm wearing the shirt that I've got at his last game. I was lucky enough to be there in LA and attend his last game, which is one of the memory, memories that I'll cherish forever. But uh, there's enough people out there that are able to do that. Enough people that were closer to Kobe. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with voicing how you feel and saying how much it affects you because it does. It affects everyone. It's like losing a best friend to a lot of people,
1: and, <laughs> which is wild. And it's which so true. There is wild. There yeah. is
0: people that I know that have passed away and I have not felt the same amount of grief. I was a mess yesterday. Tears everywhere. So, was, so, so many people, adults, kids, it doesn't matter. We lost a hero. Fuck it, cry if you need to. I even tweeted that out.
1: It's, it's something that's... I put up something that really hit home, probably a bit deep for trash talk. But as a society, we've constructed this repression for death that we are afraid of even thinking about it. So we put it to the back of our minds until the inevitability of something like this smacks us in the face and it automatically, we have to confront it. And we don't want to. We don't know how to deal with it. And then we start to realize, oh, i got to live my life. i got to tell those who love me. And the sad thing is, this first happened to me when I lost my mom five years ago. And over the, like, the last five years, it's gradually kind of gone back to my mind because she's gone and I'm trying to move on with my life. But then something like this happens and you go wipe back to, I've got to live certain ways. And it's horrible. And it's like, you look at people and like, you just got to, tell those you love all the time you don't want to wait for something painful to have to be a reminder to do it if you're not happy in your life change it well, that's life's the, too short the, man
0: and, and, he, and this guy said this so many so many times and, and as he said we're not going to go into in depth but one thing that I've seen a lot of is people saying that they want to continue their life via the ethos that he lived which was the Marba mentality which was just relentless hard work the stories you hear of this guy getting up at 6am 5am 3am and working out now, not everyone can do that, and that, that's a real, real subject. Not everyone can do that. Not everyone has that DNA. As much as you can say, yeah, I'm going to live by this marble mentality, you can't necessarily just get up one morning and say, I'm now going to be one of the most hardworking men on the planet. You might be able to do it for a day, maybe a couple of hours, a week max, and then you will burn out. There are certain people, and they achieve great things in this world, that are able to do that. And not necessarily everyone can. But one thing you can do, maybe not live by that Mamba mentality ethos, but still live by another one that he stood behind, which was to be a champion of women's sport. Kobe had four daughters. Everyone always said, you, you know, you need sons to carry on your air. He vetoed that. Yeah. He didn't need that. She was going to do that. And he was constantly on the front lines of providing for women's sport, whether it be support public acknowledgement, wearing a W... Little things like wearing a WNBA hoodie to an NBA game. That got the conversation rolling. If the, one of the greatest basketballers on the planet, one of the coolest guys on the planet, can wear a WNBA hoodie to a game, then surely you can just shut up and not post shit on social media every time you see it. And that goes to the AFLW, whatever it is. So can I work as hard as Kobe Bryant has in his life? No. I can fix a lot of things and work harder in a lot of areas but can I work as hard as Kobe? No. That's out of respect for how he was a different, as he used to say, same animal, different beast. Can I call out things that when I see things on social media against women's sport, against female athletes in general, can I call that out instead of just letting it slip? Yes, I can. I can use my platform to be a champion for women's sport as we all need to do.
1: It might be a crazy statement for me to say this, but it's all the success that he had over his career, all the good that he did for the game. I think the best was yet to come, which is the saddest thing. He was about to, what he was about to do for sport, women's sport, all this, his family as a father, all this kind of stuff was about to probably be greater than what he did on a basketball court. It
0: was. That man had the ability to single-handedly change the course of women's sport and now that's up to us to carry the torch. And I know people think like, oh, you know, it's just one comment or something like that. What am I going to do? It's that hive mind mentality. If you call it out when it's spoken about, just in a group message, whatever it is, so that's the one thing that I take away from this. Can I work as hard as Kobe Bryant get up at 3 a.m. and write short run and that by, sort of stuff? You're not
1: home by 3 a.m. Yeah,
0: well, that, that sort of stuff. But there's so many aspects where, no, that, that is inbuilt DNA hard yeah. work beyond anything we can almost comprehend. But can you continue on what he was verging towards, which was becoming the ultimate champion and changing the course of women's sport, which is doing a good enough job on its own of changing it? All it needs is just men to dig their heels in and stop commenting shit on social media whatever it is so I encourage people out there go ahead like WNBA teams on social media do whatever you can buy merchandise whatever you want not just the WNBA but start (laughs) off in Australia with the AFLW stop fucking ragging it on every single possible opportunity don't wait until you have a daughter to be that guy that says oh now I have a daughter I don't want to wait until I have a daughter to come out and say oh you know maybe I shouldn't have said those things fuck it now's the time and it's more than ever if there's one thing we can take away from this situation apart from the heartache and loss that is losing everyone's almost everyone that was associated with basketball their idol is moving on the ethos that he was creating in the moving forward of women's sport
1: oh, I, I have nothing else to add you hit everything nail on the head and yeah, well, there's it. not really not much to argue no with that well, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not at all but I, even I can just say ditto your comments and you can see where it's coming from in such a good heartfelt manner and I agree with everything that you said and as sad as it is let's hope that we can take some positives moving forward and ta- everyone take their own little bit and hopefully we can as you said continue to honor him which i'm sure there'll be plenty of things oh
0: there's going to be it's going to be a huge week look as, as we said there's nothing like this that have ever happened no. in sport this transcends sport it transcends anything that we've ever known yeah this was a just a great man with a great family and the most tragic circumstances that could have possibly happened but we we are an NBL show and we need to get back into what we do need to talk about as hard as it is. I'm emotionally drained. I I'll was I'll in you tears back, yesterday. I was in tears all yesterday. Emotionally drained, but we'll get straight into <laughs> I'll it. I'll get you back. Plumley, Speaking of someone who's got someone's back, Plumley, is he what Perth needs? Came out with twenty three and seventeen dunks everywhere. Dunks everywhere, and I admit that in the New Zealand Breakers. It's easier for bigs to have big games against the Breakers because they trap the on ball screen and they leave
1: you open for those dunks. But that still doesn't mean you get seventeen fucking rebounds. He is 100% the answer they've been looking for. And he obviously took a couple of weeks to find his feet, as imports do, and especially when he's coming. He wasn't in the best total shape, and I'm sure he'd be getting there real close. And he's going to be in his best shape when the playoffs are around, which is a scary thought. Well, there's the interesting one. If he's in his best shape, and we've already seen Bogut suffering
0: from, or not suffering, being given load management issues because of
1: his back. We've also seen when Bogut is rested and in fresh as well that, it can be. It's, that would be an incredible grand final series. It'd be an
0: incredible grand final series, but the issue is you can't load manage during a five-game series. You cannot allow for Bogut to sit out a game during a five-game series. So it's almost for well, me... Well, it's
1: more condensed now, isn't it? Because two years ago in our grand final series, we went... It was like three weeks in was the middle of it. It was ridiculous. It was, two, it, was like a fri- it was like a Thursday, Saturday, or Friday, Sunday, and then the same on the following yeah. week, and then the last game was a week later. So you could... But now I'm pretty sure it's like well, It's, it's like, like a day, Wednesday day and, yeah. and I think
0: they're doing that on, on the method that'll be like You know, three home games or, or two home games Away game Away game, home game Instead of Our one was what back to back Like back and forth each game Are they no, I I like changing going, that? Yeah, I believe so Oh, really? I oh. believe they'll be changing that Oh, okay but To fit in with that schedule Because right. going back to back Especially if it's between Sydney and Perth No, ridiculous. I don't know if they will change I hate it. that I don't know if they will because why, would you, why would you possibly keep say, that? Because say
1: it's Say Sydney finished top and they get the home court advantage and win two, and then you're going over to Perth, and you've won the two at home. That tension's right, because you're one win away. That's the difference in the NBA is you need to get four. So it's in the seven-game series. So you can afford to have that slip up again on the road. Like, it'll be a little tense for Perth to go home down 0-2, even though they're at home. I don't know. If they are changing it, it'll be interesting. Uh, I do yeah, Got some got some shovels working, but you know I have I have dug up some shit before. So oh, yeah, we'll,
0: hope we'll hope that this isn't at black and gold. Speaking so. <laughs> speaking of seasons slipping up, oh. the breakers season crumbled in no less than seven point seven seconds. What were you
1: thinking, Jordan Nartai? No, I want to back him up here. No, no, oh, we we're going opposite ends on this one. Then one he shouldn't have been out there. He was out there for a de- defensive play, but still for seven and a half seconds, you have to trust your go-to guys for this exact scenario. And two, I want to say, that if so the game was, they were down one. If they were down three, I reckon he shoots that because you need to shoot it. When you're automatically down one, you're freaking out like, oh, I don't need a three ball. If I missed the three, then people are like, wanting to get a layup. And then he saw Ashley late, passed off to Finn because someone came. If they were down three, I reckon he lets it fly. No, see the only person I can possibly blame in this scenario is Jordan Nata.
0: No, he shouldn't have been out there. No, at the end of the day, he's out there. That's not the situation. You're on the court, you have to perform. He was wide open for a three-point shot. You're going to take as a professional basketball player... Did he take a shot You are going to take a wide open... I don't care whether he's never taken a shot in his life. You are wide open on the three-point line. He passed it to Finn Delaney, who doesn't deserve to get any heat. Because he was... At the end, he does get some heat because he turned the ball over when he should have just shot it. But he was contested on the three, so it was the right move to make the up fake. The right move to make. Because people said, oh, he's five from seven from three, why did you shoot that? Would have been heavily contested. He wasn't even expecting the pass from Natai. You can see in his body language. This guy's wide open as a professional basketball player. There is no way you give that shot up. No, and I, you cannot, be, you cannot go- be charging any blame there to the director of basketball operations, Dan Shamir. Yeah, not, a, not Maybe the Maybe they word. had a head not coach in C that word. scenario. No. Maybe if they had a head coach
1: in that scenario, they would have been better off. They, they do not have a head coach. Please <laughs> correct Don't yourself. say the dirty H word. Um, H C word. <laughs> um, no, he shouldn't have been out there. That's the whole thing. Like you, seven and a half seconds. You need to trust your go-to guys to be able to get a stop. Because I'm trying to think, was there guys in specific foul trouble or anything? I can't recall. Yeah, Abercrombie had force. So they didn't want him on the defensive possession to foul. Why? They're down one. But you still don't want to foul him out of the game. So then there's no one else. There's no one else that you can trust in that situation. In the city, yeah, there is Nati. And well, nah. Uh, we you are, should. I, thinking, yeah, I think I he know. trusted him and he let him down. Yeah, no, I don't think, because as I said, I don't even think he took a shot that game. I and mean, I might be wrong, but then to be able to put, have him in that position, that goes back to um, D.O.B. What's D.O.B. Director of? Basketball. Oh, director of basketball. <laughs> God, I hate that. <laughs> God, I hate the director of basketball. Just call the damn head coach.
0: Well, we're going to jump into in-player-out-of-bounds here because we do have a segment coming up which is going to take a bit of time with Wertho, someone who played against Kobe, so I want to give him a little bit more time on the mic bit. And, uh, another attraction from you. Another? No, no, no. This is not a full retraction, just a, an amendment. We'll call it an amendment. <laughs> so Daniel Johnson, who he stated, didn't want to partake in the boomers' stuff because of previous incidents. Now, he still may have had previous incidents. We're not going to confirm or deny that happened, but this is a new coaching staff. Will Weaver not involved with the previous Lamannis. So it looks like it's going to be an entirely new slate. Yep. Now, Daniel Johnson, this time we've received, we've received word that that is due to him leaving the option open for a European deal at the end of the season. Because you've got to remember, Daniel Johnson's going to earn a bit of money in Europe because he's an exact sort of European big style.
1: Well, Harry Frolinger just signed. Harry Frolinger
0: just signed in Poland as well. So we, we've, guys have left that open and, and Daniel Johnson made it known that that is the reason he will not be start taking in the Asia Cup stuff because he's leaving it open. Because, of course, you don't earn a huge amount of money
1: when you go and play for the Boomers in the Asia Cup. Well, actually, it makes a lot of sense to me in terms of... Well, how hard is it to be able to have that semi-plan of going to Europe? Because they they're looking now, Europe teams. Yeah, you want to be a hundred, but he's also one hundred percent going to get a European deal. No, no, yeah, that's what I mean. But like on terms of like you want to make the finals, but when at what point do you start to tell? Oh, those agents are working the whole whole time. But the hard
0: thing is, if you're a player and you stand to make what in bonuses an extra ten k, if you're Daniel Johnson, you might earn an extra ten k for making the finals. Whereas if you make the finals, you might miss out on a contract where you could earn 40, 50, 60K in Europe. Straight euros, in, straight into your bank. In Mykonos. So where does your... Yeah, <laughs> on the beach in Mykonos. Where do your morals collide
1: with what you should do in that scenario? Is that how you pronounce it? Mykonos? Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, it's Mykonos. Um, yeah, it's, what it's, you doing it's that very harsh. It, it, well, I know what I do. Luckily, when I th- throw the ball as hard as I can against the backboard and brick it. Well, they're doing a good job of that. Yeah. <laughs> the Sixers. But no, that's fair enough. Um, I'm not going to retract what I said last week because mine was different from a decade ago and I stick by that. Um, and that was. But Getting as you said, it's a completely different staff. It's completely different everything now and in a different look forward. And, and then again, you think about, again, it's, it's, a, it's a makeup Boomers team, which is horrible to say, but it is. That's what it is. Oh, 100%. This is not even a B team. This yeah. is
0: like a C slash D team. Right. Yeah, that's, and that's then. That's what it is
1: we have the Olympics coming up this year which is going to be like the A plus team so these guys are like, we well, hope so am I going to be part of that well the coronavirus could have a lot to do with that couldn't it?
0: <laughs> is that yeah no that's not yeah, okay the coronavirus isn't touching Tokyo is it
1: no yeah it's gone everywhere oh, yeah it is that is true anyway we,
0: we're going to jump over to Wurtho, who as we call played against Kobe Bryant in London multiple times and, and of course has done the media rounds over the last couple of days someone who was directly affected by the passing of Kobe Bryant as we all were but we'll jump in. for we do an extended chat with the man, were, though,
2: Like so many others yesterday, waking up to a phone full of messages, you knew something was wrong straight away. The passing of Kobe Bryant is a devastating one for all of us in the sporting community. My greatest memories of Kobe is probably at the 2012 Olympics in London. We had cut the margin to just six points, and Kobe... On a star-studded team that had LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, etc. He was the man of that team. He put that team on his back, hit six three-pointers, had 20 points in no time, and put the game out of reach for the Boomers. I also remember my kids and the memories that I have with them talking about Kobe Bryant. In his last game, when he went off for 60 points, after the first quarter, I went to their school, took the kids out of school, and sat in the parking lot and watched the game with them. It was something of dreams were made of. And Felix, I know you were there. Um, For us, I had a good friend in Joe Ingalls in the game. And just watching their game will always be special to me because of the moment that I got to share with my boys. There's people that I know like school teachers who would tell me, or well, who told me yesterday that kids that don't even play basketball would still screw up their pieces of paper and throw them in the bin and yell out Kobe. This man was bigger than basketball. He was a world icon. He was a global brand. And this is where my rant's gonna come in. Can we just stop doing the comparisons? Who's better, LeBron or Kobe? Where do they stand? Where's Jordan? Let's stop it. Let's just appreciate how great of players they are. Let's appreciate LeBron for what he is in his remaining years in the NBA. Kobe Bryant is gonna go down as one of the best players of all time, no doubt about it. The way that he carried himself, that mumber mentality, it was awe-inspiring. He was one of the best one-on-one players to ever play the game, and he was a pleasure to watch. And for me, a nightmare to guard. Kobe Bean Bryant, you're one of a kind, mate. Rest in peace. Mumba out.
0: Well, you couldn't have built a better weather. And, and you just see that when he speaks about the school teacher moments with kids, this is what you associate with the true champions of the game. It isn't just, oh, I remember the time they went for 60. No, it, I'm not sure what the exact saying is for it, but, you know, you don't remember what they did. You remember the way they made you felt, The, the way they made you feel. Yeah. And that's what it is with Kobe. I don't remember the time that he dropped 40 on the Knicks, the time that he dropped 60 on this team. I remember physically like almost swelling up with tears when he was going for that 60 in his final game. That sort of stuff. I remember sitting there with my brother watching, just watching, purely watching Kobe, not watching the Lakers, not, wonder, not really hoping the Lakers would win, purely just sitting there with my brother on the couch watching Kobe and getting so excited every time he scored getting upset when he missed, that sort of stuff. And that is what you remember about this man. It is so much more than stats and records and numbers. And it takes a death for us to realise that's what it is. So it, hopefully, the, the one thing I can take from this as well is that we watch LeBron. And God help any team oh. that stands in LeBron's way for the rest of this year. Oh,
1: the rest of his career,
2: I think. The
0: rest of his career. This is going to light a fire under that man's ass that nobody else in this league wanted lit. But we need to appreciate it when we watch LeBron now. Let's not sit there and say, oh, no, he's, ch- he's chasing this, he's chasing that. Let's just sit there and realise that we might be watching a player that's gonna be better than Kobe, gonna be better than Jordan, when their career's said and done. So let's sit there and appreciate it. But that being said, I'm still gonna compare him to every other player. I'm gonna sit there and appreciate him, but we need these debates. It, it makes it interesting. As long as the debates don't turn into disrespect, which sometimes it did between LeBron and Kobe. Well, they I do a that's, lot. That's, that's the, where the sour taste yeah. is left. That Some people are like, no, you can only either like LeBron or you can only either like Kobe. That's not how it is. If you're a Jordan fan, you can love all three. Appreciate greatness. Take tennis, for example, right now. We've got Federer, Djokovic Rafa. and Nadal. Yeah. three <laughs> Potentially the three greatest of all time. We seem to do a good job in tennis of liking them all.
1: It's weird now you think about that. Because it's it's just not
0: like basketball. It doesn't have this sort of...
1: Well, they're also three different different nationalities. So it's kind of like, whereas we're talking about all Americans. But you're right. I think um, the debate is healthy when it's done in the right way. And a lot of times it's not. And a lot of people um, sit behind their 12 followers and their fake profile pictures to be able to say something that just gets a couple likes or gets a reaction, sorry. Because the world... People think it's cool to be different in like, coming at people being an absolute dickhead, but it's not. And it's not, and that's why I think it's, it's as you said, we need, you appreciate something so that you don't have to realise once it's gone. And it, it, it's all cliche stuff. Yeah. But we're not immortal. and No, stuff... and, and,
0: and you touched on it perfectly, and that, that tweet summed it up. We have been struck by mortality directly in the face here because you view Kobe, I view Kobe as just this immortal statue of a man. Was, and when yeah. he dies in something like a helicopter crash, that really hits home that we are not here for that long. <laughs> we could be gone tomorrow. And, yeah. and it takes someone like that to pass. Someone that's completely immor- viewed as completely immortal. Where that mortality just hits you right That's the exactly.
1: There's There's so few of those higher echelon people that we view as immortals. A lot of godlike,
0: them. like like demigods. You almost, but a few lot few of them, them
1: you put your parents on that level and you put those certain... Athletes, or there's certain people you look up to, it doesn't even have to be an athlete, yeah. but those certain people, and that's what we're, we're, the whole point we're trying to say is: don't wait for another thing to happen to no. you your face. To one hundred percent, and that.
0: and you've gone through grief more than anyone, anyone apart from direct family or anyone who's grieving for Kobe. <laughs> wait till something like that happened to you, because I can't even imagine what you went yeah. through in that sort of situation. Because that makes this all seem trivial, unless you're Vanessa Bryant and the family and those directly associated. On that That's a different On place. that
1: And I've seen a couple of things That TMZ Released it all Before Vanessa yeah. And the family was notified That really Really shits me I know a lot of Journalism companies Have to If it bleeds It leads That's what I learned I got a journalism degree in, in school The last time this happened Something like this Was It was a few years ago With a Port Adelaide football player I Went over for the end of season Trip to Vegas Had a good night out Fell off the roof yeah. Died And it was on Twitter Trending when his family woke up in bed. Before and, that, his, and that's not the way... The, that's something that needs to be hit on the head. Like, However you deal with TMZ, or whatever, that stuff cannot happen. But that's for another time.
0: Well, I think that... I, I believe something similar happened with the Danley, Danny Frawley situation with his daughter who was over oh, in the States. Like, I, I think sick. that may have happened or I think there was, there was a conceded effort to keep that right. from happening. I'm right. not sure how it eventuated or what it was, but due to the time difference over there, I don't think it was even possible. But... Uh, yeah, it, you almost can't put it into words how... And TMZ, I can under, look, it's their job to spread information. And they do it for the clicks but and that sort of a, stuff. And, have a
1: human heart, but, man. Do, and,
0: but I've also got to play the devil, devil's advocate on this one. Did, did they know that the family hadn't been notified? Did they, it was like with Michael Jackson. When Michael Jackson died, TMZ posted the death of Michael Jackson six minutes before the coroner announced the time of death was Luffle. when the first article went
1: through. So I'm, yes. gonna, I'm going on Twitter, I'm going to follow them and well, then that's the unfollow thing. them straight and, away. And
0: that's the thing that people need to know. If you don't respect this, it's like uh, during the bushfires and we totally digress here, but during the bushfires they're saying, oh, the Murdoch and all of this sort of stuff as he's spewing out this garbage. Unfollow, unsubscribe, don't read. Yeah, stop listening. That's where you heard it. Yeah. Complaining about them, tagging TMZ, mentioning them is exactly what this machine is built for. So that promotes it. They call it monetizing the hate. That is exactly what they'll do. So just unfollow it, ignore it. This is a deep podcast. Deep. I'll tell you what, we need to get our fucking Dr. Phil glasses out on this one. <laughs> but right. anyway, let's jump into Hot and Cold. Back to the more NBL action right now. Hot and Cold.
1: Brisbane Championship contenders. Hot. I reckon it's hot. They, are, they have found what works. People have bought into their roles. Guys have stepped up. Cam Glidden's back into starting role and doing his thing. Using their imports sparingly, albeit the MVP of the league. They're using him very... Very nicely. <laughs> and everybody's getting it done. And they had a couple times in that game on the weekend, uh, sorry, the game against the Phoenix, um, when Lamar Patterson just took over when he had to. Just is like, this is my time to do it. Waits when he has to take over and then just does it. And he is a freak. A freak. Yeah, he's one of the most dominant players we've seen in this competition. So I reckon,
0: I reckon it's hot. Yeah, it's hot. I reckon I it's
1: hot if
0: the finals didn't have Perth or Sydney playing. No, I still think. There's no way that Brisbane. Look, Brisbane could smack up on Melbourne, South East Melbourne. They haven't like, played the big teams all they want. for a little yeah, bit. That's why I'm not going to say it's hot right now. It's lukewarm. Well, I think it's oh, Luke lukewarm. Warm. Well, well, it's it's just double hands dip, dip dip it. your hands in it.
1: I'm saying it is hot. I reckon we'll see over the next couple of weeks when they come up against uh, one of those teams how they're going to fare. But they've got the right pieces. They've got the Twin Towers starting. Their guys all playing together. And I think you wouldn't want to face them in the playoffs. I'll say that. I would if I was Perth
0: or Sydney. Because Perth and Sydney right now are miles ahead of the competition to the point where they don't fear anyone apart from each other. They just want to get to that final series. So that's the grand final series. That's, that's going to be the grand final All series. Right. I can't see it heading any other way. And, and frankly, I'd almost be disappointed if it went any other way.
1: Yeah, I'd As think much I was... as I want to see the type yeah. fans in there, I don't think over a five-game series I want to see Brisbane as well, it. but I would be disappointed because of what these two teams could do over a yeah. five-game series. Hot. We are digressing so many Hot or cold, keep Lish on the sidelines if you are the Sydney Kings. Hot. Hot. We talk about teams' chemistries and bringing guys in, bringing guys out, finding roles for different guys. He's played four games this year, and whether he's been back training or whatever, not only are you going to have to get him back up to speed, get him game fit, find out where he fits, Deshaun Taylor's starting to play some really good basketball for your team. So that might be a real tough thing to deal with, but I think they can play both. Right. I believe well, the, the way that uh, until Paul Smith comes referenced back, it I
0: think that he can, with Muller out I think you can bring Because is naturalised
1: He's also going to be coming back For the finals as well So then you can't then... No, it looks, like, it looks like he's out for the year No that's not true Bit
0: of word coming out for the
1: year And you, you have the inside track on Muller, Which Mueller. is why I'm saying it's not true <laughs> So
0: it's not true So no. Muller will be back for
1: the finals He'll be back Definitely be back. Whether they 100% him, whether No they, chance he won't be Whether they suit him up or not like, I mean whether they put him on the court He'll be in a uniform At some point in the finals Okay so will we'll, well, that knock out well, That's why, I mean that's why that's Do you bring Lish do back? He no. play, he played more than Lish did. Yeah. So you because you want to be playing your best basketball, you want to be tinkering. with Has things Lish got now. another year on his contract? I don't know. Because he's in a tough spot there. He's got a couple nah, of calf he's fine. troubles. A couple of calf
0: troubles that always seems oh, to hurt you, hot or cold. Roberson is the best NBL shooter in the forty-minute era. <sighs> the stats say yeah.
1: I think I high. think I have to go hot on this, and this is crazy because I remember chasing Kirk Penny off screens. And it was the hardest thing in the world. Yeah, I remember learning to shoot at the AAS, watching the Kirk Penny videos because he had the perfect style from Ian Stacker. That's but what Roberson's doing. I haven't had the chance to try and chase him because he just shoots so well off the dribble so quickly. And then you've got guys like Chris Golding. You've got Rodney Clark. He was he could pull up from anywhere as well. So it's a tough one. But I think he's, I think he
0: is up there. Oh, he's up there. in the era sample size. You got to remember, Sam. When we talk about a single season, then yeah, Kirk Penny still got the record. Still got the. The numbers for me to say that he's a better shooter than Roberson. Roberson had did a great it in, year. You've got to do it year years, in, year yeah. out. You can get hot for a year. We've all had that. We played college. We had that one year where we felt like we couldn't miss, that oh, sort of thing. Or tough. you go through stretches of games. Yeah, percentages, threes, I three years. Yeah, your percentages, <laughs> <laughs> but percentage is yeah, like, yeah. you know, 5 6% higher.
1: But he's, what he's doing to this record is pretty ridiculous.
0: Oh, he's destroying it. Which is cool for a year. If he comes back and does it again next year, then I'll, I'll say, yeah. So you're lukewarm. I'm lukewarm again. I'm lukewarm on a lot of these <laughs> on today. On the fence. Hot or cold, is Magne being overhyped? Two no. way, t- is two-way Magne really Summer League Magnay
1: or... Cold. But he will play Summer League for sure.
0: Yeah, I think he's... Well, my, my thing is right now he's shooting 18% from the three-point line. And I know that's being picky. He's a fantastic NBA player at the moment. But if he does not improve his three-point shot, a la Jock Landale, yeah. who improved his three-point shot and other than some contract issues, would have been in the NBA How this How 24.
1: So he's three years older. He's than 24. Magne. Yeah, he's three years
0: older than Magna. Yep. So Magna's got time. That's why again I'm lukewarm on this. Magna's <laughs> got plenty of time. I know. For someone who comes at you for not having an opinion, <laughs> I'm lukewarm on everything today. But no, Magna has enough time to improve. He's not that overhyped though. No, he, I think he's overhyped at the moment because people are saying he's going to get a two-way deal next year. I don't think he gets a two-way deal next year. No, I don't think he does either. I think either, he no. goes to the summer league. Yeah. He realizes okay, I've got to shoot if I want to. <laughs> I've got to shoot above 18%. He doesn't have, He's doesn't got to prove it over a season that he can shoot. But he doesn't
1: level. have the, that killer instinct that Jock Landau... Jock Landau went out and balled in the summer Jock league. Is a, Jock is a starter for the national team at yeah. the World Cup. Like, but that's, like, a so, different, different, so that's different why beasts. maybe they, they take Magne and just like start to keep him over there and just build him up in G League or do something like that. Maybe they try that way. Uh, but 12 blocks in a weekend for a 21-year-old. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. Like
0: the, the guy has untapped potential. That's what I'm saying. Untapped potential, but I think it's overhyped at the moment. Saying two-way, Magne, like so he's going to go straight I mean, into it. No, you're hot. You're hot, Magne. No, I'm lukewarm. <laughs>
1: I'm off
0: here. You. Your favourite one, hot or cold, the one that you wanted to throw in there so badly. Casper Ware owns Melbourne. Averaging around 30 points, shooting 50% from the three against Melbourne United, whereas he's averaging only 18, 19 points. 17 and a half. 17 and a half against every other team. It is
1: a remarkable increase when he seems to come up against Crivelli and the boys. It <laughs> is unfathomable. It is Because I, we understood When he was going to play Melbourne That first couple of games Of this season Everyone's like He's going to go off Yeah And everybody's You were waiting And he did And we're like Fair enough And then the third game You're like Oh they'll shut him down And he went off again And then I was thinking this weekend I was like There'll be a lot of Focus on him And he'll try and do What he has been doing Against Melbourne Try and take a lot of shots early And he's like There's no way He can keep it up again When you shoot so poorly Against the rest of the league well, I thought Melbourne would have some pride here, and and I'm not saying Melbourne don't have pride, but I'm saying I thought they would come out and
0: double him on every screen. And then he went care.
1: four of four. Should have been five of five as an offensive foul in the first quarter, and basically took the game over from then, which is unbelievable. Andrew well, especially saying
0: when, when you come in scouting the entire time, saying we need to stop Casper, we need to stop Casper, and then he goes five of five in the first. But quarter.
1: he willed it. He like you can have all these plans, but this man, as you said, he. These four games were circled. The moment he put the pen to paper to the Kings, United, 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 United. He was waiting for them. And still, but it's also to be able to say that, but to be able to go out there and deliver to the extent 30 points a game, shooting 50% from the three against a certain team to only shooting 26% from the rest of the game is like... It's, it's ridiculous. And unfortunately... They're probably not going to be in the playoffs, so that's not good for the Kings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a good point. Look, he's bumped his, bumped his stats oh, up, but right ridiculous. now they seem to be doing enough with Tate. How could he, can we just add in how good Tate has been? I, I'm i mad. In terms, we talk about Oliver being a great get, Machado being a great get. A lot of people looked at the Kings and said that Tate wasn't the guy for the job. Yes. Undersized. Yes. Not good enough. Yes. Seems pretty well sized. I, I, to I me. want to
1: say that I was the first one to say he's an all NBL. First team. Oh,
0: here we go. And just like you stole the swivel monitors from me. Mate, th- that you is- said
1: you mentioned swivel monitors five years ago when <laughs> the NBL was about to fall. <laughs> um, but that's the, for real. That's yeah, I'm pretty sure this podcast is on, sure <laughs> on a cassette tape. you did it, was on a tape. But I can't believe it. He is the most consistent. He will be an all NBL team because you can't put someone from the top teams on the thing. No one else in that roster can get it because they haven't been consistent enough. He'll be All-NBL first team. Agreed. Hot. Patty Mills, 2020 Tokyo flag bearer. Hot. I
0: can't really see any argument against this because I've looked through the magnitude of swimmers and that sort of stuff that have been there. This oh. is going to be the fourth Olympic Games for Paddy Mills. He's got the potential to move into the top 10, maybe even top five with a massive tournament in scoring all none time. Of, none of
1: that even crosses my mind as to why he should be. It's, well, what, he, it's what he's doing for Australia they, the Spurs celebrated the first Indigenous night last week That's all from him It's unreal what yeah. he does for our country For the Indigenous people All Agreed. that kind of stuff He epitomises being Australian he's, well, Literally he's, just, he, he's as Australian as you can possibly he get can he, can he be Australia of the Year and flag bearer? Well that's another topic That's another one You haven't added that on the rundown Quit No oh, shit
0: <laughs> yeah. No, but that, that's another one. Is, is flag bearer, are we setting the bar too low for what
1: his sort of achievements are capable of? Oh, he, when his career is done and dusted, what he can do, back on what we said about Kobe, the best of a life of confidence after he's done playing. I think Paddy Mills is another one. He's had a tremendous NBA career, but when that ball stops dribbling, I think he does more for the game, more for Australia, more for his people. Than he did playing. Well, he
0: does, and now's the climate when you look at all this change the date stuff that we've just gone through, and I'll add it to the record that I'm heavy pro change the date. I think that we are hitting f- every topic today. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, we'll if we're going to be in that sort of thing, then I'll tell you what. Then the date is far gone <laughs> beyond the time that it actually has needed to be changed. So that that is something that he again could become the face of, or or oh, whichever sort got of massive path he chooses to go down. Yeah. But anyway, that's enough of hot or cold. We'll jump into some more NBA action here. Kobe, the petitions have started online, and I'm I'm never a big fan of petitions because I'm not sure how much weight they actually carry. Zero. Kobe to become the logo. I love it. I think it's great. Do we, the only issue is, can we get the right photo? Because he shoots some wild yeah, fadeaways. Yeah, a few. Every single fadeaway that he shoots is on a wildly diagonal angle.
1: But then a lot of people, as you said, the clickbait is all like, why just because he passed away? Like, we would take this away from Jerry West. Firstly, it's been a topic for the last few years of changing the logo. Yeah. Jerry West never wanted it. No. So it's almost... And everyone's like, why do we have... This is such a traumatic thing that the whole league and the basketball world has to go through that it allows for you to do something special like that. And it was already talked about. And I was like, well, what about MJ or whatever? And uh, I'm not even going to say it. But that's exactly what it is. It's a perfect tribute to someone who would have deserved it anyway. That's the thing. He was always in the discussion anyway. Yeah.
0: I'll tell you what, this just brings it to the forefront. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe in 50 years, 60 years, LeBron will be the logo. Yeah. Like you just don't know. Yeah. But I, I think it's, it's time enough for a change. And, and even if it is a bit of a symbolic thing, as a, he did this much for the league, off the league, for people in general, I think it'd be a great move. Whether, whether it's the logo, whether it's the MVP trophy, I think you always just got to keep rolling with it as the Larry O'Brien trophy. It's, yeah, it's I, its I would prefer the logo. Now.
1: I think the logo is something extremely unique yeah. than having a trophy named after you. And it you. sort
0: of rolls back into that thing, as we said, the, the leaning back and yelling Kobe as you shoot a paper ball into the bin. Yeah, just that image.
1: And then I'd also like to say, so I know iconic. they put it out there as well, the all-star game, one team wears number eight, one team wears number 24. Yeah, I love that as well. I love that as well. Anyway, it's time to put your money where your mouth is. Where are your bets going this week? You had a shocker last week, didn't you? Eh, I'm going all of it on multi-breakers to win both. As we talked about their season crumbling in seven and a half seconds, I reckon they win both this week. Well,
0: you know what? I reckon it's going to crumble in a week as well. I'm going breakers to lose both. Because I'm going to try to create some serious separation this week between you and me. I won last week. Yeah, that's why I need to create separation oh, Because if you lose this week on a reverse You know they're playing a reverse They're multi. playing Illawarra I don't care who they're playing Illawarra out to end some seasons And break some hearts That's what they've said Matt Flynn came out and said it But anyway <laughs> they haven't we, done it since
1: yeah, well, you know what <laughs> <laughs> They're creeping closer they're and creeping closer to up. it But
0: anyway We've tried to bring a little bit of positivity To what has been a dire situation Over the last couple of days But tell you what There's only one way to end this one Kobe
1: Oh, hit the light <laughs> <laughs>